If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. You're listening to HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Final segment here of the Husker Online Show, Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus, as this segment of the Husker Online Show is brought to you by our friends at Coogler Vision. Nate Klaus, tell us what we need to know about Coogler Vision. Well, yeah, who doesn't like easy uh, things? And right now, I, I think everyone needs convenience in their lives. And what a better way to go to, to improve your vision as conveniently as possible as a Kugler vision. I know that my experience there was so easy, quick, and very convenient, uh, top-notch customer service. Uh, right now, you can book your private consultation at kuglervision.com uh, on their online scheduler right there and uh, just see how easy and convenient it can be to improve your vision. Talking recruiting Nate and the Huskers pick up a running back recruit and you know we were trying to figure out when is the running back position going to come into shape for this recruiting class obviously they need at least one um, if not another one um, and they pick up a commitment out of Georgia uh, from Gabe Urban Nate tell us more about Nebraska's latest running back recruit we just heard from Chad Simmons as well yeah I mean Gabe Irvin 6'1 200 205 pounds um, you know <laughs> He's, he's a big kid. He plays for a tremendous program in Buford, Georgia. Um, they, they're just coming off a state title. They are one of the favorites to win state uh, each and every year. They produce dozens of Division I prospects on a, on a yearly basis. I mean, it's a big-time football program. They get their guys eligible. They, their guys know football. They know how to watch film. They know how to train. They know what it takes to, to succeed and play at a high level. And, um, you know, and, and Gabe Irvin is a big reason why they won the state championship last year. Um, to me, when I watch him, I, I, I see a tremendous inside runner, a north and south guy. He's, he's, he's got a little wiggle to him, so he can make people miss. Um, but he can also run over people, break tackles. Um, he has speed to, to rip off long runs. So, I mean, there's an awful lot to like about Gabe Irvin. And, and I know Nebraska, he's, he was at the very top of their board. I mean, they, they think that he's somebody who's going to be able to come in and, um, you know, and kind of maybe even take the torch from a guy like uh, Dedrick Mill or Dedrick Mills um, as far as, you know, being, being maybe a, a power back or the inside running threat uh, that in their power run game. 
You're listening here to the Husker Alliance Show. Nate, now you look at the running back position. Are they done? Or will they they try to get more of that slasher that can do both? Yeah, you know, that's the big question is is what happens next at that position. I think – that if if uh, you know it all kind of depends on the numbers. I think that's the fluid thing about it all is that with a smaller class, they they kind of have to pick and choose their spots, you know, and and who's available at, at certain positions. You know, if you've got just for an example, you know, if you you've got uh, let's say one spot left for sure at offensive line, but yet you've got two really really good players that are wanting to jump in uh, in the boat. Um, you know, you might take both of those players and take one less at another position. So, um, you know, things are fluid, and I think they're going to be fluid up until, you know, the class is, is pretty much done or up until it has just a couple spots left. Um, if they do take another running back, though, I think it will be more of that duck R type of player, somebody who can line up in the backfield as a running back, but also as a, you know, as a slot receiver. And as a as a wide receiver catching passes too, so um, you know that's the type of player I think they would like to add if they do in fact add another at the running back. Spot. And I know I know we touched on this a little bit in the last segment of the mailbag, but with Chris Paul, does that automatically now just open another inside spot um, for him to go after an inside linebacker? Yeah, so they were planning on taking three inside linebackers this year. And, uh, and and now that Chris Paul has left the, the recruiting class, I think that um, they, they would still like to add one more inside linebacker. So, um, you know, the, the hunt is back on, I guess. And, and I don't know, to be perfectly honest with you, I don't know if they ever stopped recruiting the position uh, because Chris Paul has been talking about taking visits for a long time now. And, uh, you know, and, and I'm not saying Nebraska, I know they did not tell Chris Paul he had to decommit. They didn't they didn't tell him, you know, to get lost or anything like that, as, as some people were kind of suggest suggesting. Uh, but at the same time, I think they were pretty upfront with uh, with letting him know that, hey, if you're looking around, so are we and, and we're going to continue to look around. And and, uh, you know, I think that, it, that he just kind of finally came to the realization that, OK, uh, if I am going to take visits, maybe I, I just need to completely open it back up. And so uh, there's a handful of players Nebraska has continued to, to stay in touch with that, um, you know, very well could fit that, that last spot. And a couple of guys on your future cast that you've got going to Nebraska and we hit on this guy a little bit. But Christian Burkhalter, the outside linebacker out of Spanish Fort, Alabama. Uh, obviously, um, Nebraska's done well in Alabama, and Spanish Ford is an area they've gotten a player out of before. Yeah, so uh, Christian Burkhalder, uh, you know, now that TJ Bowlers is officially off the board to Wisconsin, I, I think that that has uh, elevated Burkhalter to that number one outside linebacker on their board. Um, you know, and, and I think that he's been kind of been that guy for a while now because the writing was on the wall with bowlers for quite a long time. And, and honestly, I, I don't know if there's much of a difference between the two. Um, you know, Burke Alder is 6'5", 230, 235 pounds. Uh, he's a tremendous player. He plays tight end and linebacker. Uh, Huskers obviously see him as an outside linebacker, um, and they've done a great job of positioning themselves to eventually land his commitment. Don't know exactly when that's going to happen, but I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened here in the next week or two, um, and that would be a huge pickup. He's a 5.73 star right now, but I think – I would be surprised if he didn't end up as a four-star by the time things were all said and done. And then Marcus Mebo out of – I said that right. Is it Mebo? Imbo. Imbo, I'm sorry. Mimbo out of Wisconsin, the offensive tackle. Um, you know, he's somebody I think a lot of people believe Nebraska is leading on. 
Um, but it's just kind of how long does he want to string this out for? Yeah, so Nebraska's kind of been in the lead with uh, Imbo for a while. He's, he, I feel bad for the kid because he's tried to get to Lincoln several times. And, um, you know, the, the first time was in January and for that first initial junior day and, and the blizzard happened. Um, they had to turn back around when they were on their way to Lincoln. And then he had a, another visit set up for the junior day in March. And that was right before, or you know, the the date happened. Um, you know, it was right when all the COVID stuff happened and everything got shut down. Um, you know, and there's a chance that he takes a visit to Lincoln this summer, but just to be on campus. Um, it would not have anything to do with football. He wouldn't be able to obviously uh, meet with the coaches or anything like that. But uh, if that happens, I think that Nebraska could very well add his uh, add his commitment to the list. But like I was mentioning earlier, you know, it depends on on the numbers. So, you know, how many guys can they take? Because uh, there's a, a couple offensive linemen that I think they're sitting pretty well with right now. Um, but they can take one more for sure. But how many more are they going to take? So um, I like where they're at with Marcus and Bo. Um, and if he does make that visit in the summer, just to kind of be in on campus and to, to take a look around the city of Lincoln, I wouldn't be surprised if he went ahead and ended it. And the way the recruiting alignment made it, to me, it just seems like they never want to be in a position ever again where they're having to rely on first, second year linemen. They want to get old and stay old. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and they, I mean, they want to they want to recruit athletic guys that that can play multiple positions and and kind of bring those guys up uh, through through the program, so they can eventually be two or three year starters um, instead of relying on on someone playing as a freshman or a redshirt freshman and and hoping that they pan out to be a, a four year starter. So um, you know, and, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, I, I think that that's probably the position group that they've recruited the best since Scott Frost has gotten here. I, I think that, uh, and you can make a case that maybe quarterback too, but I, I think the, the job they've done a kind of rebuilding and, and restockpiling the, the pipeline has, has been really, really impressive. And maybe a year from now we're talking secondary in that same conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And secondary is right, right there. Not too far behind. And then July 4th, Nate, I know Latrell Neville has said the four star wide receiver out of Houston that he plans to make an announcement. And he changes on that. And obviously we all, I think Nebraska is probably the team at this point. Yeah, I think Nebraska is the team to, to beat right now. Um, and really, I think they have been since he decommitted from Virginia Tech, uh, what, two or three weeks ago or maybe almost a month ago now. So, um, you know, I, I think that this is pretty much a done deal. You never know until <laughs> until they come out with it. But, you know, all signs are pointing to him being a Husker. And um, and you're talking about a, a four-star wideout that's 6'4", 190 pounds, and uh, plays you know in a at a tremendous school and at a high level in, in Houston. So, um, what's not to like about that? Right. The long-standing tradition of Fourth of July commits yes. during Nate Klaus's parties. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I think we've had three or four over the years, Nate. Where at least yeah. Um, the Thanksgiving, the Christmas, and the uh, the worst fourth. was the worst year was uh, Freedom Akamaladin. Yeah, there's like three. Well, you had Monte Harrison, uh, Freedom Akamaladin, and then uh, Lorenzo Stewart. All boom, 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 right, you know, on the 4th of July and the day after the 4th of July. And I was, um, I was in, actually in Texas on vacation and <laughs> had to, had to, to cover those. So, um, so that was probably the, the worst. But yeah, I'm not a big fan of recruits. Holiday schedule. commits. Yeah, holiday commits, 4th of July, Christmas, uh, Memorial Day, you know, those, those, uh, those holiday commitments are, 
overrated. In my and don't book. they know the news cycle they're losing out on by doing it on a holiday? You know, most places aren't staffed up yeah, to really. You would think so. Give but. it the full coverage. Uh, if I was a guy and I wanted the most exposure for my commit, I would make my announcement like Monday morning at like nine or ten a.m. Yep. And then you you kind of care you, you get you kind of get to be talked about for the entire week uh, versus a weekend or a holiday, etc. But lots to keep your eyes on. Nate Klaus and the team will keep you up to date. So make sure you log on to HuskerOnline.com. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. 